With so many opinions, fad diets, and celebrity pseudoscience getting in our way, it's no wonder the path to natural wellness is so confusing. I'm Dr. Steve Moreau. As a physician and educator with extensive farming experience, I combine my knowledge of the earth with that of the human body. I'll bring you insightful interviews with today's leading health experts, giving you practical, natural, and science-based solutions as together we navigate your path to vibrant health. Welcome and join me inside the Moreau Project. Welcome. This is the conclusion for um, the carnivore series. I guess you could say that with Jennifer Hornberg of Hornberg Holistics. This is the last one. Um, we are really here to optimize your life by optimizing your nutrition. That's what we do here on the Moreau Project. So pay attention, take some notes, and really hope you enjoy this final episode with Jennifer Hornberg of Hornberg Holistics. We'll catch you on the other side. This can be reality. But it is. This is my reality. And you're, you've, you've been living it for the past year, year and a half. And, and, and that's, that's really, you know... People keep saying, oh, well, long term, this is not feasible. And yet there are carnivores out there. We call ourselves carnivores, um, if you will, um, who've been doing it 20, 20 plus years in, 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 in this uh, community. It was underground for long periods of time, uh, growing and steadily because, again, the proof is in the pudding. And for those of us who um, will go through that initial struggle, and it's, it's a little initial struggle, but it's, it's not, nothing insurmountable, nothing more than insurmountable than you've done with other diets that you put yourself through, I'm sure. Right, Jen? That's exactly right. Yes, that's exactly right. Right. So every time I started a new diet, I felt miserable. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) It sucks. And with every other diet that I ever went on, I was starving. I didn't realize that at the time, right? But I was. We we are eating to satiety here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we are eating to satiety in this in this way of eating, um, right, Jenna? This is this you're not measuring anything. You are literally this. These are the two um, dictums of the carnivore diet: eat meat, drink water, eat as much meat as you want at any particular sitting to feel full, eat to satisfaction. There is no starving here. This is there's no counting calories here. There's no um, anything. It's 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 that primal instinct of hunting, killing the animal cooking the animal up, gorging yourself in a sense, not even gorging, but eating to satisfaction, right? And then you are just magically not hungry for hours. So let's talk about snacking, Jen, because, you know, obviously you must snack because there's no way you can go. I think you said you, you, <laughs> ate, you ate at nine this morning. And um, as we're doing this, this is way past nine. We're going late into the afternoon, right, early evening. And I know you haven't eaten yet. So um, you, how many hours has it been since you've eaten? And when will you probably eat and do you snack? I do not snack. That's hugely different for me, too. Like I was saying earlier, I couldn't leave the house without, I always had, you know, a bag of nuts or um, snacks and paleo bars and keto snacks and all these things all the time. I do not snack. I ate, yeah, this morning, I guess around 9, 9.30, something like that. It is now 6.30. I will probably... Eat after the kids go to bed, so about eight thirty, maybe. Um, I am. It's funny. I, I just had to stop and check in. Am I hungry right now? Um, no. I mean, I would eat <laughs> if you put a steak in front of me. I'd eat it, but I'm not starving. And I'm not. I used to have these blood sugar drops, right? These just like crashes. Where. Uh, wheat and just 
you know, that brain fog where you just feel like you're crashing. That never happens. That never, ever happens. I'd say probably around 7 or 7.30, I'll probably start going, oh, okay, I feel a little bit of hunger. But I don't have to eat right that second either. I could still go several hours after feeling that first, like, puckish, they call it, right? Where, oh, okay, I could eat. Um, before I would be like, all right, now I'm hungry. Like, y'all get out of my way. I need to eat now. Um, exactly. It's not, there. there's no urgency. I could go, I could probably go days um, if I had to. I mean, I don't like to. I like to eat, so I would not possibly right. do that. But, right. Um, but so you're so, so you're looking at let's see nine thirty so you you're gonna eat around seven thirty eight thirty so you're almost eleven hours um between you know between meals yeah basically right right and, and you can go longer um so so I, I want to introduce to, to the audience this concept so in in um in keto right there's the ketosis we're getting so in a sense meat zen is this ketosis right it's it's it's, it's where your body's just running on this very clean fuel so Again, I want to make clear, um, carnivore is basically a subset of keto, basically, right? Because all of the same physiological benefits of ketogenic diet, you are getting from the carnivore diet, yeah? Um, there's some added benefits there, but, but those are all the same, right? So ketosis is what would be equivalent to meat zen. Um, a lot of people are incorporating intermittent fasting into uh, uh, the ketogenic diet, right? Um, and you naturally quote-unquote fast, if you will, with uh, carnivore, even though it's, you know, because you're not really depriving yourself, but you go long periods of time without eating, right? So some people will call that intermittent fasting, right? Because they're like, okay, we're not eating. But carnivore, that's just a normal way of life. And so we go 10, 12, 14, 18, 20 hours between meals because we are just not hungry. Uh, because what what are we doing? Well, we're, we're burning up our reserves, right? We carry our fat uh, cells, right? And, and and we have access to, to our fat cells because we are that keyword fat adapted, right, Jen? And so so this is why. So this is this is how humans were meant to and more importantly, how humans have always lived since uh, we started hunting down large prey and small prey and anything that moved, we ate. Yeah? I think you would agree? Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting even when you just asked me, first of all, when you asked me what I eat and how much I eat, and then again, when you ask me when I eat, I had to really stop and think about that because I, it, none of this is anything that I actively engage in. I just do what my body tells me to do. And that for me is a game changer. That's a game changer. And it just makes so much sense when you live like this. I'm not... I mean, you can't tell me that my ancestors in Ireland carried around sacks of almonds and hazelnuts while they were running around and, and, you know, doing their chores and (laughs) doing their things. And they had to stop every three hours and eat because they felt so weak they couldn't carry on. I mean, that's not how life worked. You, You ate when you could eat, and then you didn't eat until you could eat again. And... When you're eating in a way that is feeding your body in a healthy, natural way, you don't need to constantly keep feeding yourself. And I was taught, you know, you eat at least three meals a day, if not four, five, six. You should eat 
six small meals a day. You know, that's what I did for years. I was always eating. And I was way overweight and really physically ill. And now you, you said, how many times a day do you eat? And I was like, oh, gosh, I have to really, I don't know. Let's see. I just, it's so intuitive. There's an intuitiveness about this. And you used the word earlier, the satisfaction, right? The sat, we eat until we're satisfied. I use that word all the time. I feel so satisfied. I've never, ever, ever experienced anything like this before. That is very, either, very true. That's huge, right? It's such a huge difference because, you know, we would, you and I, man, we love to eat, right? And so, and we cooked a lot and we, you know, our lives revolved around the food, right? And we still love food. Don't get me wrong, but it's just a completely different experience because, um, there's just so much satisfaction in eating intuitively. There's not, I'm not doing this because somebody told me to. I'm not doing this because this is what science or air quote science or air quote doctors or air quote society tells me I should do or the latest diet show or the workout show or this magazine or that magazine. I'm not doing any of that anymore. I, I eat what my body needs. And some days my body needs a little bit of food and some days my body needs a lot of food. And there's no judgment. There's no worry. Right, I, I, right. I, I've literally been the same exact weight, almost to the tenth of a pound. I might get on the scale once a month here and there. Um, I have weighed that since last January. It's been one full year now that I have been at this weight, within a couple tenths of a pound. That's remarkable. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. 12 pounds overnight. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, this is perfect. So, okay, now we get to it, right? This is the ta-da moment, right? What are the results? What, you know, what what measurements do you wish to share with us in terms of, you know, uh, befores and afters, you know, um, you know, like this is where the rubber hits the road, right? That's what people possibly are listening to though. So, okay, what can I expect, (laughs) right? Because this is what we we were asking, right? This is where we were at in the beginning. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Well, and I... And like I said, I truly did not believe that I would lose weight. I, I really was in a place where I just thought this is my lot in life. So when I started this, um, it's hard to know exactly what pant size I was because I mostly lived in leggings and yoga pants. Um, but I did have one pair of jeans that was a size 22. And they were very snug on me, very snug. And then my top, I was probably like at least an XL, maybe a double XL. Um, now, as of last January, and it, well, this is interesting. My weight hasn't changed since last January, but my size has. Um, and I know you remember the day I called you to tell you that I had bought a pair of size eight jeans. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was so excited. <laughs> I was so excited. Oh my gosh, I was in single digits. Um, right now, I am curled up on the couch in my air quote comfy clothes and my shirt is an extra small my pants are a size four let's repeat that again i want to hear it so let's go with that again what are those dimensions now my shirt i wear a shirt size is an extra small and my pants my jeans my jeans are a size four and what amount of weight do you think you've actually lost approximately would you say 
somewhere, I think I, well, I was in denial when I started. So I, I, I didn't write down exactly how much I was, but I, but I know the ballpark and I am, um, about 85 pounds. Down. 85 pounds. So uh, listeners, yeah. what's really amazing about that is, um, Jen has agreed to share some photos, right? So, um, what's amazing is that 85 pounds, if when you see the pictures, you actually think she's lost probably double that amount. And yet, what happens with carnivore is that it contours you, right? You're, people have this idea of losing weight, right? And, and really, what we've come across and, and, you know, as physicians and, and people kind of moving this area is that losing inflammation is, is really what you lose, right? Yeah. Yes, there's some fat that's lost and so on and so forth, but you're losing inflammation. And that's what contours your body from what we don't want to see to what we do want to see. So even though, you know, the weight is 85, which is amazing. When I saw these pictures from her on, a, um, you know, pro- progress pictures from her, I'm like, you look like you've literally lost 70, 80 pounds. And, you know, this was like two months in. But no, she probably had lost only maybe 20 pounds, right? So it is actually right. different. And it, it does mess with your mind as to what am I seeing here? Like the, the scale says I'm the same weight as last year as you just um, – confirmed with us and yet you know you're wearing extra small sizes now right at that same weight right. <laughs> what's going on here what, what kind of voodoo last, is this yeah last year in january i was a size eight this year in january i'm exactly the same number on the scale which is why the scale really is never a good uh measure of anything um Take pictures. If you're considering starting this, I really recommend that you just dump the scale because it is also important to note that I gained almost 20 pounds in the first probably six to eight weeks of this. And so Brian actually took the scale away from me because it's such a mind, it really messes with your mind when you're doing this and you're feeling so good. And then you get on the scale and you've gained weight. It's just really, it's, it's very hard. We should probably interject here a little bit. Um, we should probably interject here a little bit as to this, you know, what's going on? You're actually putting on weight? Like what, you know, I, I know I have some ideas of what that might be. For, but for you, um, how do you explain that in terms of like how is that a benefit to you in terms of actually putting on the weight? Could, could you explain that to folks? So I believe that in, in my experience, I had so much healing to do. And for the 40s, you know, 40-something years prior to starting Carnivore, I – loved myself. I abused my body badly with food and without food. And I start speaking. It's like getting water to someone in the desert who is, you know, dehydrating to death. When you start feeding your body, it, I feel like my body went, oh my God, what, wait, what, what is happening? Oh my God, this is exciting, right? And it just started holding on. And all these fat cells, I think, went from fat cells to being filled with water. And I've read many things. I've seen you know, people do videos on this and stuff where they call it the whoosh effect. That is exactly what happened for me. I went from – and here's what's funny. You just said I was only about two months in, and you're thinking I've lost all this weight, right? But I hadn't, actually. I had gained weight, but I looked like I had lost weight. And I was still very happy in my leggings at that point, so I don't know really if I had lost sizes yet or not. And I wasn't measuring. I wish I had, but I didn't. So you look at me, and you're saying to me, God, Jen, you're losing weight. You're looking good. I'm thinking, 
why are <laughs> the scale, <laughs> the scale, Steve, the scale? Um, but my body just went full on. Thank you so much. Let me heal you. Let me heal you. Yes. yes. And there was so much activity, right? I had old scars start to tingle and get feeling back in them. I had um, my hair started growing again. <laughs> my hair came back. Hair is made um, out of what? A, what is hair made out of? Protein. Right? It's made of, <laughs> right? I know. Right, right, yeah. We're well, getting this and my nails, and don't even get me started on my nails. That drives me crazy. I don't like my nails being long, so I, ha- I cut my nails every day or else they're long. It's, and my kids, too. Oh, my gosh. We have to cut our kids' nails you know, every other day. They're so long and strong. I was teasing my daughter today that I was going to get um, like uh, bolt cutters to cut her fingernails because they're so strong. Hard to cut them. It's, it's, so it, that's it, what I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would 1,000% I would agree with you. Um, the, the, the veterans that we, we, we follow, and, and really if you just open up a physiology book, you really do understand um, the primacy of protein. In, in fact, what people need to understand is the word when it was coined um, literally mean primary, right? Um, that's what protein means. It's, it's, it's a primary nutrient because, you know, anywhere from your immune system in terms of um, the, the immunogoblins, these are made out of proteins. Your, your hair is made out of protein. Keratin, for your, keratin from your fingernails made out of protein, right? So protein is this primal substance that is the building block of your body. If you don't get adequate protein, right? And so I think with this carnivore diet is that, you know, of course, the question that comes next is, okay, are you not getting too much protein? And, of course, that whole bugaboo, what about kidneys? Does that, does that not affect negatively your kidneys, so on and so forth? We will get into that when we, when we do the red meat show. But um, for someone who has had issues with kidney stones, Jen, can you please talk about the you know, kidneys and how hard or not hard has it been on your kidneys, please? Um. I would say not hard. I do not have a gallbladder, right? So this is the other thing. I see this a lot where people will ask me that a lot. Well, I don't have a gallbladder, so I can't really eat like that. I can't. Uh, yeah, I do. Um, I lost 75% of my liver. Um, so here's the thing, right? If, if, there were, if there was going to be someone who would probably not thrive eating like this, I really feel like it would be me, right? No gallbladder. I have, um, I had 75% of my liver gone. Um, I had cancer. I had um, thyroid issues. I had, uh, I mean, gosh, pick, pick a thing. My, I had all the things, hormone issues, all, the, all of it. Um, and yet here I am, thriving. I don't get sick. And, and we work... You know, we own a medical clinic. People come in with the flu daily, um, or the beginnings of the flu. I, I don't get sick. I, I, I haven't been sick in a year and a half. I haven't even had the sniffles. Yeah. Same with Brian. Same with my children. This is the reality. You know, they just got, the re- they yeah. just got their report cards yesterday. They are in the third and second grade. Um, the flu has been rampant throughout this. We had, I've heard, they had a hundred and... 103 or I forget what it was kids go to the clinic and more than half of those got sent home with with fevers. Um, not your kids. My, not my kids. Not your kids. Kids, kids. They they don't get sick. 
Speaking about and that, I, let's let, let's talk about what you do feed your kids. I mean, you know, um, is carnivore safe for kids, or do you do a version? Are, are you carnivore-ish with them? Um, you know, I've been around, I've seen. So, you know, kind of sh- share share a little bit of that. What what your kids eat and how they're being so healthy? Yeah, um, they. I would say they're probably about ninety to ninety-five percent, depending on the day, carnivore. Um, once in a while, one of them will say, "Hey, can I have?" And sure. And I'll make the broccoli and they'll have two Could, you, re- could you repeat that, then, Jen, real quick? That cut off again. They, they asked for what oh, again? Yeah. So uh, from where? From I'll just start. So the, um, they're probably like 90 to 95% carnivore. And they love meat. They, they love fatty meat. They eat meat every day at every meal. Um, they, once in a while, one of them will say something about, like, can I have some broccoli? And my response is, of course you can. So I'll go get the broccoli. I make the broccoli. They have two bites of the broccoli, and then I end up throwing the rest of it away. They do eat seasonal fruit. Um, they'll eat apples. They eat berries. Once in a blue moon, they'll ask for oranges. Um, not often. They are primarily meat, cheese. They do eat dairy. They love cheese and um, milk and things like that. Um, but yeah, we don't, and it's interesting because other parents will say to me, but you still let them have soda, right? Um, no, I don't. We don't do soda. They don't do juice. They only drink water or milk, occasionally milk. Um, our daughter is really big on bone broth. Um, she loves ribs. She can destroy a rack of ribs. And I've seen that personally. Minutes. I have seen that firsthand. Yeah, that is really that to is see uh, a third grader demolish a plate yeah. of ribs before you get a hand at them. Trust me, this is not something you don't yeah. want to put your hand in front of her. <laughs> yes. It's great. Um, you know, we will do, um, we make sometimes these, uh, they're called paleo pancakes and they are sweetened with monk fruit. Um, and then we add beef collagen to the gelatin, beef gelatin to that. And then um, they can have that. Yesterday, they went to a birthday party, and um, the two things that they absolutely kind of, like, draw the line at are food dye and then, like, processed foods, right? So, um, Amber came back from the birthday party, our daughter, and I I said, how was it? And she was like, it was an ice cream cake. And I said, oh, okay. And I, I, I said, you know, did you choose to have that or... She's like, no way, man. She's like, I don't want to feel bad. So we work really hard to empower them. I can't be with them 24-7 and regulate what they're eating. But um, I, they know that when they eat things with, that are high in sugar or processed or with food dye or even gluten to some degree, that they feel bad. It's not pleasant for them. And... Um, and no, they do not eat vegetables. They right. just don't. It's, it, not, 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 I mean, I've been at your household, obviously, and, and, and not in any regular basis are there green <laughs> leafy vegetables um, on your plate for sure. And definitely not the, ki- um, you know, the kids, you know, sparingly. And I do mean sparingly to the point that, you know, I'm sure the conventional dietitians are, um, you know, wringing their hands <laughs> and gnashing their teeth yeah. in frustration <laughs> as we speak of this. Yes? Yeah. Yeah. Like, how could you do that to your children? Um, 
I mean, there's, I don't know. My theory is kids have a very strong intuition when we don't get in the way. I feel like they have an innate sense of what they need and what they don't need. And um, that's why if, if Griffin says to me, hey, can I have broccoli? Uh, absolutely. You bet. Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. And usually, well, as you said, in this house. Right. <laughs> I have to go and get it. But uh... more, I think, I mean, I can count on one hand in the last year and a half that that's happened. Usually it's, hey, can I have that steak? Um, can I have salmon? Right. Can I have butter? They love butter. Right. Probably. Right. I mean, you know, um, can't go wrong with that. Can I have more water? They just drink water. Yeah. In their thermos, they bring their lunch to school. Uh, we do thermoses, or we, or I'll do like roast beef and cheese uh, roll-ups um, that I make here, or I'll do a thermos with um, ground beef and cheese and sour cream or whatever they want. I'll make meatballs and like. This is amazing. You know, as we kind of start wrapping this up here, um, you know, recap, there's been, this has been nothing short of miraculous in a sense. And, um, you know, and I think you would agree with this as well. I mean, this is not, this is not a place that we thought we would be at where in our quote unquote midlife to actually feel better than we did in our thirties, if that's even possible. Um, and to have a mental clarity and, you know, all these things. And on top of that, the weight loss and, and all these other benefits that, 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 that we've accrued. Um, so we, we are kind of like, this is not where we thought we would be at. I mean, this, like you, I thought this would just be a fait accompli in terms of, you know, well, this is what happens. And yeah, even though I'm, you know, we're both into healthy things, like, you know, we couldn't get over that hump. Right. So we were uh, desperate and, and, and we decided to try something different. Like, you know, we basically bet on our genes, right? That's basically what we did. You know, we took a gamble that, you know, somehow this makes sense some, somewhere intuitively deep down in our bones, in our genetic nature, that the foods that um, preserved and propelled our growth as humans that made us the top dominant species on this planet, right? For good or bad, that can, that's debatable for among uh, some people, uh, right? But you know, why don't we? You know, let's 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 bet on ourselves, right? Let, let let's do that. So as we do this, some some takeaways for you in terms of kind of your experience has been, um, and kind of you know where do you see yourself going with this, and you know kind of how's it informed, you know, other areas of your life. Uh, that's a good question. I cannot imagine. Uh, eating any other way. I can't imagine going backwards in any... (laughs) I can't even say it. It's like ludicrous to me. I I cannot imagine on what planet that would would present itself. Um, So this is my life choice. Um, I mean, I went on a cruise and stayed carnivore. I travel. I, you know, I've gone and stayed with people. I stay carnivore. It's just so easy. There's no, it's just so simple. I love everything about it, except the grease all over my kitchen. I could live without that. (laughs) Constantly cleaning up grease in my my kitchen. It doesn't have been that. And I feel better. And I think I actually had, I showed you, I found a picture of myself when I was in my early twenties and you didn't believe me that that was me in my early twenties. No, I did not. I look younger now than I did then. And I certainly feel so much better now than I did then. I, I, 
I mean, I just turned 48. Um, you know, most all the women in my family already had hit menopause by mid 40s and were sick and sad and, you know, had issues. And 48 and, and a just, grandmother two times over, I believe. I am. That's right. <laughs> I am a grandmother. I have a three year old grandson and a one year old granddaughter, which no one can believe. <laughs> so I still have a hard time believing that one. But, um, yeah, it's, I, I feel like I'm 20 most of the, most of the time. My relationships are better. I don't, I just, I don't know, everything. I just, I feel like shifting to this way of eating was the foundation for all of the rest of these things that I had been eluding me, right? Everything just sort of clicked into place. And I'm, I'm just so satisfied. I mean, yeah. That's really the, that's the only thing I can say. I'm so satisfied. I'm stunned half the time. I'm still in shock. I still can't believe this is my life. <laughs> and that I'm, you know, you and I are sitting here on a podcast talking about carnivore and that I'm a size four. Right. <laughs> it still just tickles me to no end. It's... But that's, that is my reality. I am yes. so satisfied. And I think that's a great way to end in terms of, um, you know, that's that exactly it. You know, it, it, it's about being satisfied. It's about fully, um, you know, being human and, and which for so many. And, you know, unfortunately, it is now millions of people don't um, are not are not experiencing that, that that level of vitality and certainly not in their mid 40s. Right. So, um, you know, midlife where things are supposed to be degenerating. Right, we are actually doing quite the opposite. We're actually our bodies is, is, are, are are being built up. So, um, you know, this is where we're at, Jen. And and, and so, I, you know, I very much appreciate you coming on and sharing your story, um, uh, listeners. This will not be the last time you hear of Jennifer because there there are so many other topics that we um, that we're uh, well versed in and, and 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 we've done seminars on and things. But this, I feel, is almost like the key. So, almost as an introduction to. Um, uh, to Jennifer, her work, uh, her husband's work. Um, he works. So basically, you, you guys own a, a medical clinic up in the um, Atlanta area, um, Hornberg Holistics, if I remember. I'll give you guys a nice little plug there. And um, yeah, so so th- take a look in, 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 into the cl- um, into the links here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, if you see, um, you know, if you are in that area, um, uh, in that neck of the woods, by all means, I can attest to the fact that um, both these people are are fantastic. Um, you know, just people in general. Uh, Brian is, is a fantastic clinician. Um, they run a top-notch operation up there, um, providing alternative health services. Um, and so you really won't um, meet any better people in terms of um, people who can really shepherd you along your health challenges and, and, and really getting you to the other side of, of, of better health, right? Um, so again, Jennifer, I want to thank you for coming on and um, want to See you guys next time, and we'll be talking soon. Wow, what a wrap-up. That was an absolutely amazing three-part series interview with Jennifer Hornberg of Hornberg Holistics. We really got to see her journey as to what what it took to get to where she was at with her carnivore diet. So, you know, for me, to be quite honest with you folks, uh, there are some really key takeaways from here that the information that we've been told about red meat in particular um, animal foods in particular, maybe that has not been the case. I mean, here she is eating three pounds of meat a day. Are you kidding me? 
Um, if I didn't know her personally, I would almost wouldn't believe it, but uh, that is actually the case. Um, so really some good information here, uh, practical tips, but also hopefully encouragement for you that, you know, you may want to look at this, right? This There's um, a lot of, um, this will take you down a little bit of a rabbit hole, but I think one that will be well worth you actually looking at. Also, it gets you questioning and looking into what's the scientific basis. And by scientific meaning, you know, what, the, what have anthropologists, evolution scientists talked about when they talk about that? So we actually have those links um, for you uh, that talk about meat eating, making our brain larger, and, and, and the correlations that, that, that go along with that. So Hopefully those were some of the key takeaways. So again, she's at Hornburg Holistics. You can find them. They are in the Atlanta area, right? So folks, really gl glad to have you here. Of course, want you to come visit me at uh, moreauproject.com. You can also find me on uh, my social media handle, Moreau Project, as well. And if you have any questions, comments, um, you know, keep them um, constructive. We definitely want to hear from you. Um, and pay attention to those uh, show notes and links that we'll be sharing with you. Uh, we are here to optimize your life by optimizing your, your nutrition. That's what we do here on the Moreau Project. That's what I'm kind of dedicated to in instructing, educating people on, right? Optimize nutrition, optimize life. We will see you next time. Thanks for joining me today. I hope that this podcast will become your place for accurate health information with a direct yet fun delivery. I'm your guy, Dr. Steve Moreau. Please click on that subscribe button. Also leave your comments and topic suggestions at my social media at Moreau Project. Also my website, MoreauProject.com. That's Moreau, M-O-R-E-A-U, Project, all one word. Till next time, remember, your health is in your hands.